0: Please, God. This is God. The dead will walk here. I'm just gonna bash your brains.
1: Your suffering will be legendary even in hell. <laughs> it's
0: alive! It's alive! It's alive!
1: They all! Blow down.
0: They're coming to get you, Barbara. Why? I... Our introductory show tonight features our Grindhouse Pizzeria, which is dedicated to all things Grindhouse and exploitation. Whether it's extra cheesy or loaded with meat, you'll always get a belly full of hot and nasty goodness. Come on in. Pull up a chair and grab you a slice. It was the start of Christmas vacation. A few were staying, and they planned to have one hell of a good time. I would sincerely like to wish all those students leaving for Christmas vacation a pleasant journey and the happiest of holidays. T.J. is coming up with a few of his friends tonight. The dean of the school is away. So the girls decided to invite their boyfriends. It was against school regulations, but they were always very good at breaking the rules. This time, they'll wish they hadn't.
1: You must pray. Pray so the devil won't claim you for one of his own.
0: Santa came to kill.
1: What the hell are you doing up here in that dumb outfit?
0: Even the police didn't suspect Santa Claus. Oh, Tom, take that bloody mask off. Take me to bed. No one suspected Santa Claus. He was hunting for blood, he was everywhere. his mind was killing and mutilating his victim
2: Right, folks welcome once again to cinema degenerations grindhouse pizzeria i am your host cameron scott i want to thank you for joining us once again for our silly little podcast and welcoming once again my co-host and cohort in crime tom commissar how you doing tom i'm doing
1: wonderful my friend how are you uh
2: you know surviving you know pandemic and all rights in the streets i'm doing okay you know i'm re- ready for. uh a world where i don't have to worry from day to day <laughs>
1: i'll tell but, you what I'm, I'm, I'm ready for a big old slice of grindhouse pizza man let's get me a big old cheesy good old yeah, cheesy slice have, let's, have some fun. let's have some fun
2: yeah this is our break away from uh the, the normal grind this is our daily <laughs> not our daily grind but this is our grindhouse and uh we're uh, gonna release something a little bit uh or review something a little bit different for you we're gonna do a Christmas theme slasher we're doing, Yay! yeah we're doing the 1980 directed by David Hess to all a good night yes it's, it's an interesting little slasher when you had shot the idea to me to do you know let's do a you know, a Christmas theme slasher next. I was just like, well, I definitely, you know, I wanted to avoid a couple of the the big ones. I wanted to do something a little more underground. And I kind of feel like this one is is often overlooked. Uh, It's it's not great, but it's good. But uh, we'll get into all the cheesy goodness here in a moment. I'm going to give you the quick IMDB synopsis and uh, bring it up here. It is Christmas break. At the Calvin Finishing School for Girls and the students are planning a big party while the president of the school is away. A group of boys show up and the fun begins until mysterious killer starts bumping off the couples one by one. The police show up and promise to keep everyone safe, but they prove ineffectual against the crazed psycho. Could the killings have anything to do with the girl who was murdered or who was, sorry, who was killed in an initiation stunt at the school a few er few years earlier? Now. That that gives away quite a bit, like, there at the end, but, like, it, it gives away what you initially see in the first opening part of the movie, which you get a big, you know, wide shot of the Calvin finishing school for girls title card, which is shot at a very magnificent looking mansion. That mansion was just, God, you could spend days, like, you know, uh, exploring it and never see a different room or never right. see all the rooms, you know. But you kind of get the it starts with something, you know, it says two years ago Christmas break and there's just girls running around. They kinda of do the Vaseline trick on the camera to you know around the edge of the lens to make it kinda of look, you know, flashbacky, I guess for lack of a better term. That's not really a movie term, but that's what I call it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: was We're just doing it anyway. anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah we're doing it
2: anyway we're horrible we haven't done this in a while folks bear with us <laughs> but it, it it starts off you know they're just chasing this girl down a hallway you don't really there's really no lead-in you don't really know that it's a prank you get the idea it's a prank because everybody's laughing but all these girls are chasing the this blonde-haired girl t- uh, till she gets outside and then you know the an accident happens which i has is must say, has an insert of one of the worst-looking mannequins I've ever seen. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that part, Tom? I knew you probably wanted to hit on that.
1: Well, it's a good setup. I mean, I love a Christmas movie and a big old house, big old mansion, or, you know, some big manor. And uh, lots of dark hallways and rooms, and that—that's a great setup for any movie, especially horror, of course, but um, slasher and uh, Christmas time, Christmas theme movies. But yeah, in the beginning, yeah, you're right. They kind of jump. You're like they set it up. You're like, okay, they're at this school, man. You know, this uh, finishing school for girls, and, and um, uh, it kind of, yeah, it kind of it only set up enough to really give you enough information. We already know that it's a prank gone bad, but only because we knew that from, you know, but if, when you're first sitting down to watch it, it just kind of, it kind of goes into it really fast. And this girl is running and these kids, they get up on a balcony and it, it kind of happens really fast. <laughs> it's yeah. Good, much it happens like, it, within like seconds. seconds of the movie starting and she falls off this thing and, and yeah, this, they, <laughs> this they start, they start they spared no expense with this mannequin. <laughs> it looks like you went to Sears and Roebuck, and, you know, well, barn A. Hey, you know. <laughs> Wars, yeah. And then just, you know, chuck throw a shirt on it and chuck it off the balcony. It's so shitty looking. Well, I,
2: I think, <laughs> you know, if, if you freeze frame it, you can see a couple of the limbs kind of come detached for a second before <laughs> they cut away, you know.
1: Yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's funny. It's 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 one of those. Oh my god! But it, I mean, whatever you know. But it's you know they, it is, they use.
2: It was a good laugh know. right at the beginning, you know.
1: Right, and uh, basically that's what that's the setup to for you know the old you know the backstory that kind of sets the film in motion of why, you know, these things are going to start happening, and then it goes right into two years later, a new group of kids. They're school yeah same school, cr- yep. same school right, right they're there, and it kind of it's just they're just kind of there there's not much setup. they're all just kind of there and and uh it's all the kids are leaving on Christmas break and uh and uh except there these girls decide that they're gonna hang out I, I don't remember the reason, but they're they're just there, and then they've got like uh
2: any like, of them really have anywhere to go like you know, their family are gonna be on vacation, so it's you know kind of kind of mode, you know, they're all very rich types so that they're just kind of stuck there at their little boarding school.
1: And then they've got their, uh, and, you know, you know, obviously they want to get into shenanigans and have a party in there, you know, and they've got us, one of the girls they know, uh, uh, that later on are going to have some fun because some boys are going to be making their way into town and not just driving up in a car the one kid he the run rich guy college kid or whatever he's uh he's actually he's a pilot and they got a private yeah. plane it'll be flying out in and landing and uh so the setup is yeah, that
2: that airstrip that just seems like it's right around the corner but it's across town i don't i don't really know
1: <laughs> is there and uh they got uh so they're they're having dinner and they're the den mother or whoever she is she's there and uh And, you know, of course, they, you know, they don't want to say too much in front of her because boys aren't allowed. And she makes a nice big old pot of stew and they're eating and joking and having fun and kind of.
2: They make a big deal of it, too. They're like, especially when there's like, oh, there's so much stew left. Like, they make a big deal over (laughs) the stew and the the damn cherry pie. I didn't I didn't understand it. I didn't understand the fixation on the stew and the pie. But, you know,
1: they did kind of focus. They, They got your attention. To it, like they're like they're putting it, and you know they're putting it in the bowl, and they're, like they're talking about. It. Like I, I get it, they're having dinner, but and then the whole thing about the yeah, and then they talk about the cherry pie, and they're like, yeah, it's like they're setting it up almost like there's something else gonna happen later. But it, you know, it doesn't, you know, like why, you know, why you, know, yeah, why you know, never
2: you, really material material.
1: No. <laughs> like, you just make a big mean bowl of stew. It looks really good. It's just, it looks pretty hearty. <laughs> and they're, either, they're they're laughing and having fun. They're kind of making fun of her a little bit, you know. They're like when she leaves, they're giggling, and they're just being girls. and Yeah, they're,
2: they're not fun. Being, they're not being overly mean. They're just being, you know, uh, yeah. chatty, chatty Kathy kind of, you know, yeah. just just, just
1: smart, you know, just off and just being a little smart, Alex. That's all. Nothing. Nothing serious.
2: But they made a the point uh, say that Miss uh, I, I did catch this like the one point where they say Mrs. Calvin, who is the you know the head of the school is going to be gone for the weekend so yeah it's party time with the boys when you only got the you know the house mother there
1: right so they've got uh, so basically they're they're doing that, they're doing dinner and uh they got house the house mother uh it's that's actually what's her name in that mrs Jensen. Uh, J- J- jenkins jensen jensen mrs. yes jensen. sir so they got her in there and they're going to uh they're basically uh they're basically shooing her off, like, we'll go ahead and take care of the rest. You can go ahead and go to bed, and we'll make you, like, the one good, we'll make you some hot milk. You know, like, I don't know, oh. back in the day, everybody liked, liked hot milk when they went to bed. Oh, yeah, know? hot, hotter, warmed
2: up milk to go, make you go right. to sleep. Oh, yeah. The, uh, 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 no, no.
1: <laughs> okay. I want it nice and cold if I'm going to have any at all with, some, with a half a bag of Oreos, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, so, I like
2: jensen i like uh, she was one of the, the the good actors of the movie movie um kiva lawrence i think was her name i didn't write it down but i'm pretty sure i remember that right but she was really good she was very you know good and convincing
1: yeah she yeah kiva lawrence i wrote i got to it wrote down here yeah she's real uh, she's actually really yeah she's really good she's really likable too you know she's really cool and, well, uh, she, uh, and uh it's not the stereotypical
2: like the den mother or house mother that's overbearing or you know you know super mean and witchy you know and whatnot
1: like, like like the right like the like the guard they're always they always seem like they're like the guard in like reform school girls you know that <laughs> yes. that, like, they're, like, they're overly mean you know like really really hardcore <laughs> you know? but yeah, uh,
2: yeah it, 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 was, it was a nice refreshing change
1: and uh, so but they're doing a lot of stuff in there going on about the food they've got the, What's that? The the kind of weird friend lady that stops by with the cannolis, like they're going into the food. She's got oh, the Mrs.
2: cannolis from uh, Yeah,
1: right. she was in that one scene.
2: She was a hoot. She's talking about, like, oh, I gotta. This one kind of hit close to home because she's talking about, I gotta have a bypass. You know, I've been riding a bike, best exercise they say, <laughs> but I gotta get bypass surgery done. She's like, I've already buried, like, what'd she say, three husbands? She's like, right. oh my God, yeah. Ask the third one you know it's no big deal anymore it's like i like her i like her i like her, I like her. she was a uh, fucking adorable you know but yeah, you know, she just brings the cannolis uh, you know commiserates for a minute and she's gone we never hear from her again
1: right but she was pretty cool i was thinking i was kind of looking forward to seeing a little bit more of her and uh and uh, uh what that's i think when they're in the kitchen and she gives the cannolis didn't that when we first see ralph is isn't Ralph so, the uh, yeah,
2: crazy Ralph. It's it, it was right. ironic that I thought that this movie, both both this and Friday the Thirteenth, came out in the same year. or Friday the Thirteenth came out a few months sooner, but they both got a crazy Ralph character.
1: You yeah, know? right. They do. Yeah, you and, know, but, uh, and uh, it's um he's this guy's pretty cool though. I like him. You know they he because he's kind of. He's not just acting weird. He kind of looks weird, like his eyes, you know. And, and he's he's got crazy you know,
2: eyes. He, he, he looks a little simple, a little crazy, maybe a little inbred, which is really weird considering, you know, where it's taking place in, like, Santa Barbara or, you know, in, in California. You know, it, it, it seemed weird placement, like, you know, for a character, but I liked it. I liked, I liked him a lot.
1: Yeah, I did, too. I thought he was effective, uh, and uh, you certainly – you knew he wasn't the killer, but you know you know you knew like okay, you know they, you know they're going to get the weird the red herring, of course, you know the weird guy, you know, and yeah, like, too easy you right know. yeah
2: it was, just right, like, it was this too
1: is... easy you know obviously he could have been, but you know it, it, but he was the weird guy, but he was pretty he was he was inter he was interesting to watch and uh so well, they think- get that he has that creepy line. He's like,
2: Well, you know, talking about the girls, you know, when he's first introduced, and he's like, God puts us here to take care of them. But he's got these right. crazy eyes. Is this like take, take care of them or like gun to their head take care of them? So you you know <laughs> it, like what kind of take care of them are you talking about, sir? <laughs> and
1: he's and he's always like the creeper thing like, like the i'm sure ladies get sick of, you know, the guy always wanting to take care. I want to make sure you're safe. You know, and, you know, and there's all this like they always want to take care of you, and it's like fucking. You, you think you could just see the girl like like? I just want you to go the fuck away. I'm trying
2: to be nice here, not insult you, but if you could just fuck off right now, that would
1: be yeah, great. If you just if you could just go to your room, that would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but so uh, I, so anyway, I think this is the setup where they're they're they have the one uh, she's on our star uh and then, uh Nancy that's the young like kind of the real innocent blonde girl that's
2: yeah, kind of really um uh Jennifer Runyon who was in uh, yeah. up the creek and ghostbusters and among others you know carnosaur uh, and a bunch of other, bunch of other movies but oh, yeah right. she i think this was her premiere film this is was her film debut
1: yeah she's pretty young in this and well they all are but i mean you know but she's in she plays like the young, really innocent one, and uh, and uh, I think don't they? Uh, this is the thing where they, they put some sleeping stuff—not her, but they put the girls put some sleeping pills or medication in the oh, milk. Yeah. In really the milk at their
2: yeah to, 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 to knock milk. out the, head, knock the head yeah right. So well, they, they get want it. her. They want her to to do it. They want her like, well, why don't you do it? She trusts you the most, you know. She, nobody will suspect you, and she's like, mm mm. Like, I ain't, no. no I ain't right. have nothing to do with it.
1: <laughs> and uh,
2: uh, did, didn't she end up doing it, though? I think she did. They ended up convincing her, but, <laughs> but you know, it's, at, at it's first, different. you
0: know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know so so like, then we get our first two deaths right there. Uh, what the hell, what does the character's name, the, the one girl i want to say was, oh, hell, I don't remember her name. She's barely introduced before she's, like, bumped off, like, so weirdly, I can't remember the schoolgirl's name. I got him, uh, Cynthia, I think it was, because her boyfriend is calling from outside the oh, house, yeah, right? The
1: yeah, it is Cynthia, because her boyfriend's the guy. He's hanging out. I guess he's waiting for and He's smoking a cigarette, like hanging out on by a log or something. Isn't
2: he, and yeah, yeah, like, like by, yeah, it's like a fallen tree. Yeah,
1: yeah. So he's kind of hanging out, and yeah, and so the boyfriend's well, yeah, and then Cynthia is the first they they get rid of her right away. Yeah, she's barely introduced to her. They
2: kill her her, and they kill the boy. And again, this is a part where the movie, it it, it kind of fails on a certain level of delivering the goods with the kills because, you know, for us that want to see a slasher, we want to see the effects. We want to see the blood. And you don't really, you know, you just, you don't really see these two deaths. You know, it's two deaths really early on in the movie, but it's very, very awkward, I guess is the best word for it.
1: I've noticed in slashes, like a lot of times when they do the first one, like that won't be as gruesome. Like they kind of, that's a like it's a kind of a giveaway. And like, they just kind of like, you know, like you see them, you see the motion. It's not super, you know, like bloody, but they'll get you, you'll see the something going on. So you kind of see where they might've thinking that, but yeah, they kind of, it kind of carries on where it's almost like, like you build up the kill and then you don't, you don't give us the goods, you know, like it, it yeah. you know, but it's like, you know, give us you know, this is a slasher, you know, this is not a thriller. I've, I've
2: you know, seen like, you know stronger stuff on TV. You, you know what I mean? It was like this right. was almost like with the exception of the nudity that is in the film, could very well like if you cut out the nudity, it could be shown on TV. It's not very graphic.
1: Yeah, they uh and like we were talking before, I mean, certainly with you know, with David Hess directing, you know, uh, you know, we, I mean, it certainly would have, you know, we thought you'd think it would have been, you know, like, oh, this guy's going to really, and he may have, they may have filmed, like we were talking, you know, it we, they may have filmed, and, and that may be somewhere on the cutting room floor, it was never seen, maybe there was a little bit more, uh, a little more gory action there, and maybe it was cut for, they didn't, you know, who knows, people make decisions for whatever reason. But, you, but, you know, you
2: just figure from the guy who, you know, when I think of him, I think of, you know, Krug from Last House on the Left, you know, right. which... Exactly. Not a very you know bloody movie, but it was very graphic in its violence. You know, yeah. I just guess I you know just have a preconceived notion of what I was expecting, and it just didn't quite you know deliver that on the kill levels. But that being said, you know, I mean, it, it it's, it's still the the kills are are inventive. There's some inventive deaths in this movie. Yes,
1: there there they they're just. Certainly-
2: yeah, they just don't deliver on it, you know. You, you can only think, hope that maybe one day we'll be uh, treated with, a, you know, an uncut version, but I'm sure it probably doesn't exist anywhere.
1: That, that, right, that's probably gone if it was filmed at all. But so, any, so anyway, they move on. So when, now we got our first two kills. We got Miss Jensen. She's out of the way, so now the girls can kind of do their thing. And basically what they want to do is they want to go pick up those hot dudes. They're flying in on the private plane, uh, and so they go to pick up the boys. And uh, they, uh, you know, they're they're kind of funny. You know, they just, you know, you, they're, you know, you got the loudmouth guy. What was the, What was he? Was that TJ?
2: Yeah, TJ was the loudmouth fella.
1: It, was he the? He's the pilot, right? And he's the guy that can fly. Like they have a pilot, which is um, well, there was there, uh,
2: the, there was Tom Blake. And TJ and I think TJ was the was the pilot was yeah, yeah.
1: and then they, but now, I mean they, they have
2: pilot he but he was also a pilot. pilot
1: right because TJ is is they have an actual pilot pilot who probably you know because you know being you know learning and being young you know he's gonna have a real pilot with him that's kind of you know so you don't well, know, you that know that whole
2: I think the idea was that he had had a couple of a lessons you know and but right. was. Probably a pilot, but not, like, officially on the books. And his parents was like, yeah, you can fly anywhere you want, but you're taking, you know, your instructors going with you anywhere.
1: But let's talk about the pilot that you don't get to see very much of, because they have a fucking superstar there. Yeah, fucking Dan
2: Dan Stryker, a.k.a. Harry Reams.
1: Harry Reams, the great Harry Reams. And for all you of know,
2: that know about grindhouse you probably know a little bit just a little bit about some 70s or 60s 80s era pornography and he was very prolific in, in that right. uh series of, of that kind of films and he was like he, he was up there with a lot of uh you know i, I don't know how you want to put it uh classic era por- pornography actors or what you don't know is it, is it considered classic
1: You've seen a lot of, uh, you've seen a lot of Harry Reams if you know if you watch Harry Reams movies. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Uh, I, was like, I, I
2: saw him. I'm like, God, that guy looks familiar. And I looked him up, and I'm like, sure enough, sure enough. <laughs> yeah.
1: and, they, and and he's he's great. And you think they would have used him a little bit more in there? I don't know because you got Harry Reams in your movie, but I mean, they he's they very comedic.
2: He's very funny, right? But
1: and uh, and uh, uh, which, so basically what happens is when they, when they go to pick the guys up, the guys are all there, and they're, you know, your stereotyp- stereotypical guys. You have their nerd guy, uh, and Alex. He's like the nerdy kid with the glasses. He's very smart. And then you got the loudmouth TJ, and then you got, you know, the other guys, and so they come out. and then, But they make Harry Reams the pilot uh What's his name? Dan Striker. They make him stay with the plane, <laughs> so yeah, you know, he, gets, so he can't just... get
2: hosed. He gets hosed
1: big time. <laughs> no pun intended. I think, we get, I think we get hosed. We can't fucking. We can't. You know, because he could have been definitely used in that movie. Well, I'm
2: gonna say the the next thing that that really happens is the one guys. I mean, they're they got. uh, mrs uh uh jenkins or mrs jensen sorry i keep saying jenkins jensen right. she's out she's out for the night but the first thing they cut back to when they get everybody back to the house is uh oh what's his name i think it was uh the blake guy or was it uh tommy that, that was playing on the guitar and playing badly like oh the song know. that he was playing oh my god oh, that god. was so bad i, I was Totally just waiting for John Belushi to come out of nowhere and just smash that guitar. Just take your totally guitar, Maybe we could
1: take it and like do that. You know, do that shit where they can put Belushi in it. <laughs> the, <laughs> the yeah, his out, just a beam out of it. Smash with Yeah, that was some. Uh, that was some funky songage there, dude. I uh, was. I uh, was. Some, that was some funny shit. I, I got a kick out of that. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, so yeah, he's, he's doing his thing there. And, um, basically, uh, well, what we got, here? I'm getting lost in my train of thought here. Uh, well, they're they kind got, of just
2: partying. I mean, they're, they're being awfully loud about it too. I wouldn't even think that like somebody who had a couple of sleeping pills would be able to sleep through all the racket they're making.
1: Right. Oh yeah. They're definitely, you know, like, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so we're kind of we kind of bounce around a lot where it's kind of like, okay, like they're, you're kind of waiting for the sex shit to happen. Cause you know, like the girls seem like they're up for it. And uh, the, 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 the girl that's got our nerdy boy, Alex, uh what's her <laughs> name uh, on that? She, she's like raring to go, you know, and he's just like, uh, you know, she's like, what, well, you know, she's flirting with him. And of course, you know, he, he's well, like talking.
2: Melody is the one that ends up us uh, kind of seducing Alex, the, the, the nerdy guy, type guy.
1: Yeah, and then of course you're like, like, you know, get with it, dude. <laughs> just, she, there's like, a million rooms in this place. Go, go. She's you obviously know. into you. It's like, uh, right. you know, this is, <laughs> then this is our- you, You're yelling at the TV. This is the night. This is the night you're going to get lucky. <laughs> finally,
2: this is the stage where you become a man if you just open your eyes.
1: <laughs> right. All you have to do is show up. You know, she'll do the rest. You know. And then you had, uh, and then well, you the,
2: had. The uh, first death really comes other than the, well, the, the character Cynthia and her boyfriend that got bumped off. Cause this isn't, isn't the next scene where uh, they, where you finally see the the killer you 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 don't really see the you see an arm you see a glove, but you don't really see anything and 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 then do you finally get with uh oh what character was it Trisha she was getting into the fridge and then this uh, the santa uh the killer shows up in the full santa yeah. get up.
1: let me talk about Trisha real quick. She was the one that had the British accent
0: yeah and yeah
1: to me to me, I thought she was like really hot. Like I really like her and like she was like really fl- she was a terrible actress, I'm sorry. But she was but she was funny. Like she was cool. Like they always gave her like real bad lines to say. She always she'd like their first few scenes, she'd always say like the last line of the scene. It was like it was a real fucking <laughs> It was a real like oh, ugh.
2: Yeah, she was very beautiful, but not a very good actress. It, they it, it, probably got rid of her real
1: quick because they got rid of her pretty quick.
2: <laughs> yeah, it didn't surprise me to see that she had only did one done. Uh, that she had only done one other movie. I was like, yeah, you know, might have been easy on the eyes, but you know, just not not a. I mean, I'm trying not to be insultive here, but she was not very good. No, it was a re- reason why they're like, okay, <laughs> we're killing right. you off really quick.
1: Get her. the... Yeah, so they go in, and what is this now? She's <coughs> <excuse me. clears throat> she's getting something to drink. <clears throat> I think, doesn't Alex go in to get something to drink? He wants something to drink, too, or something's going on. I don't remember exactly what. Uh, and then, well, so, so I don't remember Trish, who
2: came in, but it was... He narrowly avoids be, being killed himself, pretty much.
1: Right, he leaves, and then it's Trisha in there by herself, and then...
2: Uh, we get a good. That's how She gets. Uh, she gets her throat slashed, doesn't she? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, she gets like a that's a pretty good
1: kill.
2: <clears throat> that's one of the few times that they don't cut away from the kill. You know, yeah. when they cut away from it, that and it looked really good. What they did end up showing, you know, so it leads me to believe that like they had an, a competent, they had a competent, sorry, uh, effects person. They just for one reason or another, either you know the footage either got cut or that. Left on the cutting room floor somehow, or this right. leads me and... to believe that they had, they had <laughs> effective people doing it. It just didn't end up on the on the screen.
1: Oh, that's what happened when he comes into the scene, <clears throat> isn't it? Apparently, I guess she's dead. But then the killer got rid of her because uh, our our star, our Nancy comes in, isn't she talking, and she looks down, and she goes, oh, they got the fridge open, and they're getting, Alex is there, or something, and they're looking, they're getting something to drink, they're kind of mulling around the fridge, and she notices there's blood on the floor, like a bunch of blood, oh, somebody must have just cut their finger, or whatever she says, and then she says, she's got a <laughs> towel, she's down there wiping it up. <laughs> right. And nobody, nobody
2: in this movie like thinks it's odd that somebody like, like, oh, their idea, their answer to it is like, oh, somebody just got their finger. Well, wouldn't that somebody be there cleaning it up and when just leave right. it there on the floor? And if so, like, you're somebody, such nasty bastards.
1: Somebody just poured blood all over the floor and, uh, and it, from their finger cut, you know. And then you know you're you're gonna just clean it up. Nobody like knows what's going on. Like, hey, who's what happened in here? <laughs> so it was kind of funny, you know. So she wipes it up and and cleans it, and then and then uh, I think where we can go from there. So we're getting set up for.
2: Well, the you know you got the 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 following sex scene between um, where Alex gets seduced by uh, I think that's where he gets seduced by was it um, Melody? Melody,
1: yeah, Melody. She's I keep forgetting. She's the other. Yeah, Melody. She's the she's, other one. She's like, she's like on the, the bed. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: No, I was just, like, saying she's just kind of making fun of him, like, oh, you're so awkward, you're so nerdy, you know, you're dressed so weird, and everything, and she's just, like, trying to peel his clothes off of him, and he's, like, actively fighting it, and I'm just, like, (laughs) I'm
1: thinking quite. He's, like, trying to talk science, he's trying to talk science project shit, you know, like, you know, trying to, like, not be involved, because he's, I guess he's obviously, you know, he's nervous and doesn't, you know, never done it. And, yeah. uh, so well, I mean,
2: as it, it plays out later on, you, you end up finding out he's more into Nancy than he was into her. It just kind of so happened that Nancy is kind of, you know, sh- I guess they're just both basically shy, you know, the, right. I guess. Right. The, that's all,
1: that's right. all it is. But it's funny. she. Uh, I
2: like the most lazy I, fucking I've ever seen. That's what somebody put in parentheses. They're like, these people are this lazy fucking. It's just right. like, I mean, I understand it. It's for, for you know... for a film and whatnot. So you're maybe not all that thrilled to be rolling around half naked with somebody that you don't know, but it's just like, you know, pretend, pretend that your character's into it. (laughs) It's just lazy fucking.
1: (laughs) I I did. I did like how she, uh, you know, she gets into bed and he's got his underwear on, but to get the underwear off, all she has to say is, you know, she makes fun of his underwear. So that's what makes him take it off. Like oh shit, you know, like oh you're you know you don't like my underwear. I'm gonna take you. She takes it off, and then of course now he's he's in bed and we get the Forrest Gump moment. (laughs) You know, you know he's laying there like like oh oh, ah, you know like
2: (laughs) Forrest Gump and Jenny like it 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 was very (laughs) awesome.
1: Like oh my god, you know he's in the under the covers with her and. Like uh, he ain't they,
2: believing that's fucking happening.
1: <laughs> I, and it'll be, it's gonna be over in seconds,
2: right? Wait, and thankfully I, we don't we don't see the end of uh, end of that because I think it, if I remember right, from there it goes straight into the uh, the, the sex scene with, with another one of the guys and girls in another room. I think that was Blake and Samantha, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, isn't that the one where they're uh, yeah, and they're going at it? Now this is a pretty good kill scene. Is this the one we have got our guy in the armor?
2: Yes. This is actually one of the more or more or less the most impressive parts of the movie I thought.
1: Right.
2: Yeah, and, because there's this this mansion or manor that they're in is all very kind of dark and it's, it's you know, the, the furniture and everything is very kind of dark and gothic so there's a you know, it's not a big uh, deal there's a big suit of armor you know, standing in the corner of this room right? and place- you've already seen you've already seen the killer is in a sand outfit. So you, you're kind of, I, I think it was just lulling you into a little false sense of security.
1: Right. You're not expecting it. It's pretty good because you know, you, you, you already think you already know you got a Santa Claus killer and then they're in there and they're, and they're going at, they're getting ready to go at it. And, um, <clears throat> and uh, so what I, what happens is I guess what was what this? he's, He's getting on uh they're getting ready
2: to Well they're getting right, ready to do like this
1: having sex or so getting ready to do it. And then they get interrupted and, and he well, uh he's got the actually guy armor, it's got a crossbow, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, he has got a big like bolt action crossbow. And and you as the audience see it happening, but you know they don't see it coming. Right. No pun no pun intended. <laughs> Now, but yeah, like he they, kills they, the the killer. He she whatever the kill the killer uh, nails. No again, no pun intended. Blake first because he's right to
1: the head, yeah. and then the the arrow comes out of the mouth. Yeah, and, that was
2: a really good effect.
1: That was a good effect. That was a really good effect, and it's kind of funny too. You talk about the two movies, uh, Friday the Thirteenth coming out of both in nineteen eighty. And you, you had the famous scene with Kevin Bacon with the where, you know, the arrow is stabbed, you know, through the bed, up through his neck. Yeah. Uh, there so you got the...
2: So similarities between these films, you know, yeah. between this and Friday the 13th, you know, just in those kind of quick couple of moments, they were very similar. But the fact that they both came out within like six months of each other, and, you know, right. so it wasn't like one was trying to copy one another, but it just... Kind of happened that way.
1: Yeah, it was a happy coincidence. You know, like, well, that's kind of weird. That's kind of funny. So yeah, he's got, so that's a good kill, though. That, that goes to 1980, right? What's that now? I said it just
2: goes to uh, show you where people's minds were at via
1: 1980. Yeah, well, that, and that, yeah, exactly. I mean, you got those, but they, you know, I mean, that's good. You know, you got a place like that and you come up with these cool kills. That's, I, mean, I think it's getting off not trying to get off the movie but i think that's one of the fun parts about writing and you're thinking of uh and you're working on a movie you have the cool idea and all that stuff but then it's always cool to think of like the kills you know that's always fun yeah. I don't know, you sit there i love sitting around like you or whoever you know we're working on an idea and like i, I love to, you know talking about kills and and ideas for kills. That's always like really. You know,
2: and coming really up with cool. something original. That that's the best part, is that just coming up with something that's just not like your atypical, you know, horror movie death. You know, is like right. trying to brainstorm it like what can we use, what can we, you know, uh utilize and whatnot, uh to, to make the kill more interesting.
1: Yeah. You know, and it's it's I mean it's fun. You know, it's fun to yeah. you, you know put it together and or sometimes just You've, but disclaimer:
2: location. we do not we do not advocate the killing of uh, young teenagers having sex. No, no, we do not right. advocate that here. But if you're going to advocate it on for a horror film, m- make the kill interesting. There you right, go, make it interesting.
1: Clip. You got to have a give the audience what they want because that's why they're watching it. Yeah. And then now we've got so we've got the crossbow, and then uh, what is it? Then. And then he, uh, doesn't Sam, this is where Sam gets, or is it, yeah, the girl's name's Sam, isn't it?
2: Yeah, Samantha, and, Sam, and Samantha, yeah. Samantha,
1: yeah, right, and then, so, then he, he takes an axe, doesn't she get her head cut off in this scene, right?
2: Yeah, because they, then, the, the head pops back up later on in the movie. Right. But again, you don't really see it, like, the first kill for Blake was pretty good, and then you don't really see... Yeah, know the way it's shot you don't really see but you're led to believe that she's been decapitated and then right. we get some more crazy ralph stuff uh i thought I, some of his speeches and stuff you know trying to uh he's very fixated on nancy like you know and again you know the the uh protagonist of your of your movie being uh named nancy is just like it even kind of predates um Nightmare on Elm Street, a little bit. Right, right. (laughs) Movie that did a little bit of the same thing, but did it a hell of a lot, (laughs) a hell of a lot better. Right. But he's very weird. You know, way he's projecting upon her. He's like, the 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 devil's here. There's a darkness, and you got to pray the devil away. I'm like, I'd be like, okay, crazy Ralph, go to your dungeon and stay in there and stay the fuck away from me.
1: It's like they're way too understandable. I thought we talked about this, Ralph. Go to your room. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so she gives him, I think she gives him a Bible I mean, he gives her a Bible
0: Yes
1: uh, And he wants her to pray and basically Pray the evil away And to protect her And so He leaves the room And then what, it's The next morning I think, what is it, she's out What am I missing here? She got. is Isn't she going out, she's outside I don't know if she's looking for people well, or what, I don't remember But she stumbles upon Ralph's body.
2: Well, the next morning you, you, you're uh, everybody is still there. You know, everybody that hasn't been killed is still kind of there. They're even like, where is everybody else? Like, Oh, who knows? Who cares? They're probably off in another part of the house doing, you know what? And this right. is there, you know, the it didn't make sense to me that they went through all the trouble of putting, you know, some tranquilizers or some, some sleeping aids in her milk. If they were all just going to like stick around and be there for her to, See them and find them the next morning, but it just just seemed like a trope. And, like, why did they even go through that? Why didn't they just tell her, Hey, we're having boys over and you're not
1: going to do anything about it? She's making them breakfast, right? And and she's like, They're sitting around a table outside. She's like, You know, so and so, what's her, Mrs. Calvin or whatever. She's going to be back, (laughs) and she she doesn't, you know, no boys are allowed here. But she's still like pouring the coffee or whatever, and you feed right. them and take well,
2: they care even of them. Her, oh, and how did you sleep last night? She's like, oh, well, you know, great, dear, thank you. And they're like, ha ha ha, I'm like you didn't pull right. one over on her. The boys are still there, you know, the, right. you
1: didn't have
2: to work with anything.
1: <laughs>
2: but then, uh, you know, like basically, she just says, you know, just be out of here, you know, before you know, have the boys out of here before you know, Mother Superior gets back. Right, but it's um. What happens is Nancy is walking around the grounds because it's a big, you know, sprawling area, you know, of of trees and wooded area and whatnot. And she's walking the grounds, and and Alex happens upon her. And he's trying to be funny, but he comes across across really creepy. And then, and he starts chasing her and kind of making noise like, I'm going to, you know, chasing her through the the woods. And that's when uh, she trips over. Or comes across Ralph's body.
1: Right. Yeah, that's it. Now, Ralph, now we see Ralph, doesn't she like she lands on him and he pops up or something weird happens, right? Or is he? Yeah, she
2: she lands on him and he like sits just completely upright.
1: Right. (laughs) And then he's got like blood all over his forehead. And he, and he like, looks shocked.
2: Like, he doesn't look like he doesn't have an, the, 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 the expression of somebody who's been off. He has the expression of who somebody like had just like stepped on his groin or something like somebody had ran across him. Like yeah, he was kicks. being very yeah. realistic about it. like, no, nope. like this gal just stepped on my balls.
1: Like, oh, my nuts. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. how he looks. Because his eyes are open, didn't they? aren't they? So he's yeah. like, ooh, ooh. you know, he's got this weird grimace on his face, like, ah. and, uh, oh, <laughs> so, so now, this is now we, you know, now we know, now we finally realize something's going on, you know. Yeah, because and it's so not the
2: Crazy Ralph, you know, who's been our harbinger of doom and our, you know, the the red herring, you know, so to speak. If it's not him, then obviously it's somebody else.
1: Yeah, That's and a... so our missing friends now that we don't they we think they're just out fucking somewhere. Now we know something's going on, and the police finally we get our detectives.
2: Yes, we get. Uh, oh God, Plant. Delec, 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 Delec. Uh, sorry, Plant
1: under Polanski.
2: Yeah, Detective Polanski. Now, one thing though, he was supposed to be a detective, but then he said he had been. He was police chief for a couple of years. So, which was he? Right. because almost like within the same sentence he contradicts himself
1: yeah yeah that was kind of that was kind of a little hokey because at one point when he uh, he says like i used to, i was police chief for you know and they're like okay so, well so either, other,
2: either that or he was full of shit and he never was police chief or he got demoted i i don't know but considering where we end up with this character later on that that might be something to discuss, you know, because uh, maybe he was, maybe he was a police chief and he, you know, got demoted for some reason. Right.
1: And Just throwing that, throwing that out there. No, no I got you. I, yeah. That that was kind of weird.
2: But, now, you know, do, got, don't almost kind of think that uh, Christopher George would have been better cast as this.
1: He would have been, been fantastic in that role. I mean, he'd he'd have been like, He'd have made that. I mean th- this always. guy
2: was like the poor man's Christopher George. You know, he was this cigar chomping, you know, trench coat, coat wearing, you know, just all together, you know, just more like a private detective than an actual detective.
1: Right. And uh uh he's got two uh he's got these two goons there, these two kind of big guys that are standing there, and they're gonna he's basically they're it's, it's kind of hokey because they basically, you know, you get this killer walk around. Well, stay here. You know, like we're going to, you know, like there's no like, hey, let's get everybody out of here. You know, like, you know, it's like, you know, we get this. Yeah, let's
2: get everybody out of here. Investigate the house. Investigate the grounds. No, he tells everybody to stay inside and, and leaves the two dopiest looking cops, Jim and Dan. Right. I wrote them down. I'm like, these guys were were told to like wear whatever they had at home, so they're wearing wearing tweed jackets and suede vests and open collar shirts. And is this like, were they were they dressing for being a cop or dressing for being extras in a porno film? I don't know.
1: Actually, that's probably what they normally wore. <laughs> so they just showed up. Oh yeah, yeah. I,
2: I have no doubt, no doubt whatsoever.
1: That was. The I I mean, yeah. I mean, so it's like, yeah, you know. So they, they're there, and then uh, so Palazzi gonna leave for whatever reason. I forgot, but he's gonna leave them there because uh, he's got to do whatever he's gonna do, and then they're gonna. Uh, so the detectives are gonna keep an eye on the kids, and they gotta spend the in the house. Mother and they're gonna spend the night.
2: Did you notice the creepy doll in the background? Uh, I made a note that right around this scene where the cops are investigating everything, there's a creepy looking white doll with arms that look almost like an octopus with a really weird face. And then there's like an Annabelle doll in another shot. I just made a note that there was a lot of it was a weird aesthetic choices that these girls who are all obviously in their late teens, early 20s have all these weird like Raggedy Ann dolls and Cabbage Patch dolls and weird things like that in the background. I, I don't know if you caught that, but I, 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 did. I,
1: I did not catch that. I, I maybe did, I didn't really pay attention. I don't know. That's fucking weird. Uh, yeah. That's cool. S- a-
2: Some to look for next time you watch it, to, if, if you want to like keep an eye in the background, I noticed three instances with really weird dolls in this movie. It, it means absolutely nothing, but it, was, others was. I just thought it was weird aesthetic choices. Just me.
1: That's cool. No, no, I like that. I now I'm gonna look for that. Uh, now they got. Uh, so, oh, before Polanski leaves, he warns. Who was it? Dan was it Dan or Jim? Uh, well, that kind the, of warn both
2: of them together.
1: Both of them that they better not be. You know, doing anything to these young girls. You know, you know, don't. You know, don't get any wise ideas. Please
2: mostly at dan because he's the one that in turn like uh like makes it with i think melody again isn't it melody the one that well, like sleeps with him or Le- no leah leah yeah it's leah and Lea Rod, I, I, I think because he's maybe been known to do that so he's yeah well yeah.
1: not not only does it seem like he's going to do it the minute polanski walks out of the frame you know he makes a joke about it to the other guy you know <laughs> making some sort of off the cuff remark, you know, about, you know, leading up to like, you know, he's not going to listen. He's, you know, I don't, I don't remember what he says, but it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, there was
2: wait. some sort of snide comment They're like, like, what's he going to do about it? You know?
1: Right. Like, like he can't wait to get alone in here, you know? So right out the bat now we're, they're hanging out. Um And then they, they kind of, there's a bit, there's, it kind of, goes from room to room and different stuff's going on because they're hanging out inside the place now and they're just kind of waiting for shit to happen. (laughs) Well, and uh, then
2: it it doesn't take very long where, you know, he even tells them make up your own schedule. I don't care how you, how you do it, but take shifts and watch over the place, you know, and and watch over everybody. So like, it it doesn't take very long after that little montage scene where you see uh, n- not the creeper cop Dan, but the other cop uh, Jim, he's just making the rounds outside. He doesn't make it very long. He- he's killed pretty much like yeah. right off the bat. He
1: gets the axe to the head. Right. Yeah, he's out of there, and then we've got, uh, and Creep- then we've got we, got we got we got creepo Dan. He's now they're they're in bed. I think what do we got now? It's nighttime now, and then uh, Jim. Uh, he after Jim's been killed. Now now Leia she seduces uh, Dan, and and, uh, and they it
2: was a very weak seducing because he did not need any sort of convincing.
1: He didn't he need was, any help.
2: <laughs> yeah, she seduces him, but it, it's. You know, it, it was pretty, pretty much already written in the stars, as they say.
1: <laughs> right. He's he's ready to go. So they do their thing. And then uh, she goes in to take a shower. And then she walks in. And then that's when we see Sam the, from earlier, Samantha, who was making out, uh, having sex with um, uh, uh, Blake. Blake, yeah. You got the air through the mouth. Uh, she you opens finally, up the shower. You
2: what happened to her you you see the end result
1: right. we see her head I believe it's hanging off the shower head isn't it it's upside yeah, down
2: it's
1: yeah, so upside
2: down as if the shower head was like sticking through her neck like into her yeah. neck like
1: geez. right it was it was weird it was like whoo
2: <laughs> it was very weird because her head's like upside down and it's at a very odd angle but um yeah I, I, she screams i mean she automatically just shrieks le Lea or leah uh shrieks her head off and with almost that exact moment uh dan comes into the room with a knife sticking out of his back because the killer the other was in the other room kind of stalking him while he's you know because he's laying there post-coital just kind of relaxing hands you know folded behind his head and you know you don't even see it happen he just comes out and the knife sticking out of his back and he's he's done he's dead she's screaming Uh, she was a very good screamer uh the girl that played leah uh judith judith bridges was her name she had a very convincing scream and that's where i find like in a lot of movies like people can cry all right people can yell all right and get angry but like scream screaming just you know in terror takes a little something extra and she had it she did it really well but like the killer just walks away from her like you see the killer from like mid-chest down is still in the Santa outfit. Does't kill her, just leaves, yeah,
1: he leaves her. her, yeah, yeah, he left her alone, and he leaves,
2: and you know it, that that was the part where I had like four question marks like i I understood it, but I was like, well, this is like the second third time I've watched this movie, maybe I'll get a little bit of an answer, but no, uh you know it just may made, made no made no sense to to leave her alive since she you know she was not important enough, neither insignificant enough to leave alive if that makes
1: sense. Now do, now do we already see Leia is she starting to have her breakdown there? Isn't she no no because not yet.
2: from there we go to the scene where even though they're not supposed to leave the house and the doors are all supposed to be locked and nobody can go in or out <laughs> uh, which makes again makes no sense because why would you lock right. everybody in? Because if the killer's inside well then you're locking them in. It, Right, it's, You know, it's not very good logic. But uh, TJ is outside with... Uh, TJ and Melody. TJ Melody. and Melody. That's yeah, it. That's when we get the... Probably the coolest kill. Like, the coolest... As far as conception I, is concerned. The coolest kill of the movie. But the most awkward... I use that that, that word a lot with this movie. It's There's some very awkward points. Because they're <laughs> just making out. And then they kind of stop making out... And, but where their heads are separated and they're just kind of like, hmm, smiling. And then this little wire drops down from the tree in the shape of like a noose, comes around. I mean, just happens to drop down just in the right position, which you could never do. Just face it. Right. It would never happen. Right. <laughs> it, and drops around his neck, and the killer is up in the tree and uses it as, uh, you know, chokes him to death until it cuts through his throat. And it was, like I said, it, it, it was, it was an, interesting death, and, and it was just not executed very well. It just felt very awkward.
1: <coughs> and then, yeah, so he's got him, uh, and TJ is, is dead now. We got what, so Melody runs off.
2: But, yes, Melody does lose it. <laughs> she she kind of loses it a little bit. She runs back in the house. She's pounding on the door to be let in, and then Alex and Nancy, who are really essentially the only ones left besides her, well, Melody is still alive. Leah, we're led to believe is still alive somewhere, where, but we haven't seen her like losing her mind yet. But they, they let her in in a nick of time that she's like, Yeah, I just I saw the killer, it was in a sand outfit, yada yada. She's losing her mind, and literally it's the obligatory, like uh the stereotypical get a hold of yourself, and they smack her, and they're just kind of like, oh brings her back to normal.
1: <laughs> right. Cuz that's always works.
2: Just slap yeah. somebody right. On. <laughs> yeah, if, if somebody's losing their mind and going hysterical, slap them in the face cuz that this, you know, that that's yeah. their <laughs> that, that that's therapy for you. But um she uh she leaves. She runs out of the house. She decides she's going to leave Alex and uh, Nancy stay behind and that's when we get our like our killer reveal. Isn't it? Or is it the the following scene. Because I'm pretty sure this is about the point where they reveal who the killer, you know, maybe is.
1: I think. Yeah, is it yeah before,
2: because isn't this is it, uh, uh, it's before or after Melody's death. Because Melody, well, it doesn't matter. We're, we, we don't have to do this completely linear. But Melody right. I, makes one for it. She finally gets back to Harry well, Reams, the pilot. Yes,
1: yeah, sure, goes. She, yes. she makes it back to the plane. And you think she's going to make a break for it. And, and That was just a really odd thing too,
2: because the pilot is sleeping on on a sleeping bag, not even in a sleeping bag, underneath the plane. Like, why wouldn't he be sleeping in the plane? Like, why is right. he sleeping underneath the plane? I just
1: probably because they don't want to like get the camera inside the plane. It's easier just filming him in a sleeping bag under the plane. Right. <laughs> so, but we're gonna set the, the, the camera up here, Harry. Yeah, and like, yeah, we're just
2: gonna have we're, We don't we try, hey, listen, Harry. We've seen what you can do and what your uh, your work set is. Um, uh, flying, playing, or be actually being a pilot is not not
1: it. So, we've, we're, seen, we're just, we've seen unlawful entry, Harry. We know what you can do. Well, so. <laughs> I think this is that, around
2: the point. Though, when the killer's revealed, we'll just say it right here, because they de themselves themselves. They've been wearing a mask, you know, a Santa mask with the beard and the hat. And you find out that it's actually Mrs. Jensen. Mrs. Jensen and- is the killer all along. And this is the point where you can mention something in the uh, IMDB uh, credits and stuff that I looked at. There's actually a clue at the beginning of the movie that she's the killer and almost one of the opening scenes because the picture of the girl who dies at the very beginning of the movie is on her wall.
1: And they do a thing where don't they do like some cheap effect where they show Nancy and then the girl that dies, Nancy, the girl that dies, Nancy, the girls that died. do remember, they do the yeah, thing where they they
2: back and forth shoot. real rapid fire
1: like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they kind of float the images over each other. So, so you, as the viewer go, Oh, okay, this person thinks it's the same person. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: this is an idea that there is a second killer. At least that's when I, you know, when I first watched it, I thought, because this airstrip is supposed to be a little ways away. It's not, like, adjacent to the property. Right, it's
0: it's
1: not um, behind the
2: house, right. Yeah, like, and then Melody and the... the uh, pilot get killed they're trying to like he's like yeah i got to fix something on the motor here and he's they're both standing there right next to the motor one of the two motors as he's toying with it it looks up enough time to see the killer in the cockpit turn the engine on and this blood sprays everywhere and, and again yeah. you don't really see it, it kind of happens off camera but it's it's like that indiana jones uh you know raise the lost ark effect. Right. a scream blood squirt you know everywhere and again I think this predated Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, again, kudos points for that.
1: Yeah, and that's a pretty good kill, too, man. That's like, do you think about that, um, like, something uh, something like that. You know, I mean, that was just the way they did that. That was pretty cool. That was, uh, that was, like, a good use of, like, talking about coming up with ideas for kills. That's a good idea. Like, hey, we got this plane. You know, it fuck. It just wasn't another, another
2: it just wasn't another a shovel to the head or a meat cleaver, a, a you know a butcher knife or a machete or something. It was it was using something different.
1: Using and using what you've got, like you know, they probably weren't thinking that in the script, or they may have been, but 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 they but it's kind of like yeah, we got this propeller prop man. Let's fucking you know let's let's whack let's whack these motherfuckers with this propeller, you know. So that was a good kill. I like that, and uh, I like the shot of. The Santa Claus inside the pilot seat. They when they shoot so they shoot they go through the glass and you see him sitting in there. Mm-hmm. And so now you're like, well now what the fuck is going on here? You've got Jensen back at the house taunting the That's... kids with a knife, and then you got the Santa Claus here. What's going on? And you get yeah, two Santa to
2: here. What you end up finding out though is that Mrs. Jensen is was indeed the mother of the poor girl who got killed. At the beginning, you know, at the beginning of the film, but she has crazily projected everything upon Nancy because even she's like, and you were there. And she's like, but like, Mrs. Jensen, I, I, I just started here this year. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never met this girl. Like, you were there. You were there. Right. And she's obviously crazy. And then she goes to, to stab our, you know, our heroine, uh, Nancy, and falls over the edge, uh, much like her daughter, falls over the edge of the balcony to her death. And you you get a false moment of hope, I'm like well this is all over, but nope, there's a second killer that shows up, and right. I'll, I'll let you take this one. I, I I I gave I gave away the fact that there was two killers, but I let I let you take this with who the second killer is.
1: Well, he goes in. Uh, this is. Uh, let's see, she, she. If I remember, uh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm trying to think. When does he? Oh, he comes in. Does he just pull his mask off when the second Santa comes in? And oh, I know what happens. He the second so, Santa. Pushes. I got it. Second Santa picks up uh, dead uh, Mrs. Jensen and brings her back up. And so he brings her body and lays it down, doesn't he? And then so yes. he brings her. Into the house. And then so you or then or brings it into the room and she lays it down and then and then I think that's when he pulls well, his mask off.
2: He says, you know, you killed my wife. You killed my right. wife, I think, before he even pulls off his mask.
1: Yeah. And, and, then, and then we see, obviously, it's Polanski. And then, uh, and then that was, you know, I've, that, you know, right. And then he explains that that's, you know, he's, the, he's her husband. So now you know what's going on. You got mom and dad getting revenge on the kids and her poor, their poor daughter who died in that school prank a couple of years earlier. Now, Polanski now, now he's going to get Nancy. It's time for Nancy to die. (coughs) So, as he's trying to kill her, our hero, Alex, finally grows a set and dun 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 dun, He rises (laughs) to the occasion. He he grabs the crossbow. You don't see it. Just all of a sudden, bing-bong, and he kills. um, He kills. uh, Then he kills. Oh, 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 this is the. We talk about the, our favorite lines. This is before he gets killed by Alex, he says to Nancy, this is my favorite line in that cool accent. He looks at Nancy and he says, I should have killed you foist. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I, like, Yeah.
2: You were gonna pick. I knew which one you were gonna pick.
1: I was like, I should have killed you foist. It was you know, like, I love that. So he's gonna so yeah, anyway, so he, he he's gonna kill Nancy. And then our hero, Alex, blasts him with the fucking crossbow and takes him out. So Alex and Nancy now, they are they get the fuck out of there. They leave the school and they leave Leia behind, which is kind of weird.
2: Well, so and Leia's, me, we kind of skipped ahead. We were going to mention it. Uh, we touched base on it before. But she's lost her mind where she's like dancing like a ballerina in the hallways yeah. and outside and just kind of. Singing to herself, and she's com- gone complete wackaloon. She's she's lost her mind. Right? They just leave her behind. They just they don't give a care for her. They just they kind of like, well, she's she's on her own, I guess.
1: Yeah. Fuck it. Let's get out of here. So they run out of there, and then I think our closing shot is poor Leah kind of dancing around singing.
2: Yeah, and then they yeah. freeze frame on it. Everything washes over red, and then we get the end credits and not everybody lives happily ever after because leah's or leah's lost her mind she's lost it and it's obvious like she's never getting it back right. but unfortunately uh, I, I i think there'd be a good idea for a spinoff movie of what like what happened to her afterwards words but right oh you know, could have taken leah and
1: ran with it and did some more you know yeah, but, yeah, all yeah, of like all at night
2: again yeah <laughs>
1: Another to all a good night, uh, yeah, right. Another, uh, no, to all a good night the next night. <laughs> <Like it's up. laughs> and then the <laughs> part three <laughs> to all a good night
2: the night after that,
1: right? <laughs> return, return of to all a good night,
2: yeah. This again,
1: movie, it's,
2: it's 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 not the, the best, you know, uh, Christmas slasher. But it is far from the worst. It is far from the worst, like Christmas slasher horror movie that I've seen. But uh yeah, it's also far from the best. But I, I felt like it was one just considering some of the people that were involved with it, with David Hess directing it, you know, <coughs> and uh Jennifer Runyon, you know, being the <coughs> lead star of it. Uh I felt like this was, was a good good one for us to start with.
1: I agree, and I'm I'm glad you picked it. I know when we were discussing it, I didn't think really just to do the big famous ones that everybody knows and loves. It would have been more fun to kind of dig up a nugget that, you know, really that doesn't really get talked about a lot.
2: Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people mentioned if you're talking old school, you're talking Silent Night, Deadly Night. If you're talking new school, you know, you're talking uh, rare exports or... uh, you know, I I I don't know. I had one on my mind, <laughs> Krampus or something like that. Right. You know, right, right. this one just kind of gets lost in the shuffle, and it, sadly, it's it's not like I said, it's not the best, but it's whole, you know definitely not the worst. And then when I read, it was that it, uh, the movie was made for like twenty five thousand dollars, which I can't yeah. imagine that they shot
0: it. For, how would they shot it for <laughs> cheap, shooting it in you know Santa Monica?
1: Well, see, here's the thing, like, yeah, I, I was, I knew that number, too, and I was like, well, you know, you think, because, like, nowadays, you raise $25,000, we'd be dancing off the ceiling, ooh, we raised twenty five grand. oh my god, we could make a great movie, but like, back then, yeah, all that film stock and all that, I mean, that's, the, that's what ate up all the budget, you know, I mean, like, god, that must have been, like, they that on a shoestring budget, I mean, nothing. I mean you know, you know I it, also
2: read that they uh they used the location throughout the shooting of the movie as for their uh their kind of the flop house you know for everybody to stay in and they shot it in 10 days so
1: Oh, you know, well, that's I, the way to do it. That that's why I love about movies like that. But I I totally <coughs> like <coughs> like thinking of movies and when you're writing something and I know you do too, we think about the same sh- shit. But that's like the perfect thing, man. You got everybody, you know, you know, um, like or almost everybody. Like everybody stays in the place you're shooting most of the movie, you right? Need to have some shots, some outer, some you know, exterior shots, and sure they had you know, you know, you
2: know mean, like the, the airstrip and some of the. But right. most of it all takes place either at that at that boarding school or at at the very least a few exterior scenes and the landing strip.
1: Right, but I love that man. That idea of like, especially you know, low budget horror stuff like I would love to do I get a, like a real big cool place like that and just have everybody stay there have a cool kitchen everybody can have the food and everybody's got what whatever they need is there at the house and then just go film you know around outside where you need to or you do that a pickup shot later if you have to but like you basically do the whole movie uh, you know on that location you got everybody there hey you know you, you don't have you don't have to worry about and you well, just not get
2: Times people.
1: You know, you don't have to worry about moving around and, and going into all kinds of different things and all kinds of setup. like you're a special effects guy can, you know, he can have his well, room. Yeah, well, he, he can, can be
2: on a place like that that's like three stories and like he can be up on the second floor working on effects where all he has to do is walk down the flight stairs and bring it to you. And then your right. actors could be up on the third floor and be like, OK, you're, you know, somebody could yell from across the house with a bullhorn and just be like, they are wanted on set. And, and, right
1: that, that was what was fun with working uh, the first time I got to work with uh, Jim O'Rear and Scott Tepperman on hospital too when they did that in Alabama mm-hmm. that, old, that old mansion or wherever they filmed that in that was gorgeous where i was there and it was had a lot of history and a lot of story behind it <clears throat> now you know a bunch of us kind of stayed in, in a hotel that was real close but a lot of people stayed there but it was kind of cool because it was so big and yeah it was like that yeah these yeah everybody kind of working in different rooms getting stuff ready for the next shot and it was it was it was really cool watching them. they were so organized you know it was it was really fun to to to, lock uh, out yeah, to those like, oh, guys man. are
2: extreme, extremely efficient they uh yeah. when we shot on nightblade it was pretty much the same way you know we'd pick a location and it wouldn't just be a lot of moving around To be there all day to the end of the day, and then you' you know you you leave when you're finished
1: <laughs> right. But it was kind of cool, too, because uh, like on hospital, too, you know, just they had the kitchen there and, you know, they had the actual dining room. And it was cool because it was time to eat. You know, you, you know you'd you break and, you know, and the people that had to set up stuff for other stuff, they'd kind of work on that. And you know, they get the lighting and everything set up. And, and there were the other people that weren't that weren't doing anything at the moment. You'd kind of go in and all sit around the table and we'd eat. You know, it was cool. It was so. It was like a well-oiled machine. I really, I, I always learn stuff when I, when I'm around those guys because, I, I, it's just you know, efficiency, you know, time management, you know, budget. It's so important when you're making a, when you're making a low-budget movie. And it's, well, it, time it, is it's your awesome. money. You know,
2: you can if if you're not uh, doing things in a timely manner, you can just watch those dollars just right. flying away
1: you fall behind schedule and you're, you're cooked, you know, you just, it it takes forever. You got to catch up and make time up. And, and, uh, and so, but that it's just kind of the same kind of thing, you know, that big gorgeous. It seems
2: Like they had a Santa suit, they had a mansion, they had an airplane and they played off all those three things, you know, at the most, you know, like even at the beginning when all the parents are like leaving and leaving in their cars and leaving the kids there, I bet you five (laughs) dollars that all those cars were belong to the crew you know yeah
1: yeah they're probably the people that work and i yeah okay here we're gonna have them let these guys use your car they're gonna pull out of the driveway (laughs) we're gonna film it we'll give you a credit again
2: we'll give you another credit in transportation
1: right right exactly you know and uh so it's good and
2: well, that being said, I want to get into our our, our final uh, thoughts and reviews on this. And you you know you know the rules. Guests go first. So, what's your final uh, review and rating on a scale from one to ten?
1: All righty. Well, <clears throat> uh, I love a Christmas movie, um, and uh, I kind of like a little bit where I know the situation out in Cali. You know, they didn't have snow in that. I, I like when you can get the snow and a little bit more Christmassy, but it is a Christmas movie. And, uh, it's, and, uh, I like the feel of the old house. I think they had a really cool set there to work with. And, uh, the Santa Claus, uh, thing and the mask and all that was pretty creepy. It looked good. And, uh, I like all that. The characters are funny. They weren't the best actors, but it was a low budget movie. And what do you want? You know, I, I thought they're all pretty cool. I thought they did a good job. Uh, I, I, I like uh, the only thing I would say, <clears throat> as a, you know, they had a good backstory. Um, they had a good backstory and a good setup. And then uh, I like the idea, in the end, it was the mom and dad of the girl. You don't see that very often, but the mom and dad of the girl were getting revenge. You don't get
2: a lot of times, where there's like dual killers. Most of the time, you know, you get your right. singular killer. But yeah, I like I like that idea. I like that.
1: Yeah, the dual killer, and you know, they were mom and dad. You know, getting revenge. Mm-hmm. Like I, you just don't see that. So that was pretty cool. Um, they used their what they had very well. I like the idea. They had a plane, so let's do a fucking plane death. What are you gonna do? Fucking turn the fucking propeller on them and kill them. So I, I thought they, were, they did a good job of doing all that. Only criticism, like we mentioned earlier, was you know some of the scenes you just wanted to savor them a little bit more, some of the death, but uh, but overall, hey man, you know it, it, it's a good Christmas movie, you know it's not going to be on their list of one of the best ever, but it, it, it's a Christmas movie, it's a Christmas slasher, I like watching it, and uh, you know so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a solid seven point five um, for uh, for overall, I that, I think that's a fair a fair uh grade for that movie and i enjoyed watching it and it was good to see it again like i said it's been many 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 years i don't remember where i've seen it but it was good to revisit it and uh, it was a good choice cam i'm glad you picked that one because uh it was oh, nice like we you. wanted to get something a little off the little off the beaten path and you you dug up another nugget and you did a good one man i, I like it and i had a good time
2: well um I, thank you sir i'm i guess i'm good at digging up nuggets uh, <laughs> <laughs> You can take however you want, folks. But
1: uh,
2: I a lot of the sediments you have, uh, you know, it played to some of its strengths. I think it obviously, you know, like we, we said earlier, it, it had a sand outfit. It had, you know, a mansion and you know an airplane. You know, like and they used probably what they had. They knew somebody that had an airplane. They knew somebody that could get this awesome location for a week and a half. I think the fact that they hammered it out in ten days for twenty five k is amazing. Um, it, You know, is is it as good a slasher or as good of a Christmas horror as Silent Night, Deadly Night? No. Is it as good as even uh, Krampus or Rare Exports? No. But it, it deserves being mentioned. You know, it's a good slasher. I think it probably got overshadowed by movies like, you know, that, well, Friday the 13th, you know, coming out the same year, you know, around the same time. You know, I don't know what kind of a theatrical release this had. I remember seeing it on VHS way back in the day, and then I never really saw it again. So this was it was interesting to get to see this again. Um, being directed by David Hess, I'm kind of a completist, so one day I would like to, you know, uh, own this on DVD. It's, you know, it, it, it suffers from some bad editing. It suffers from a little bit of bad acting, but there's a lot of good acting in it as well. Mr. Uh, uh, Mrs. Renzini, Yeah, she's a great character. I, I, I wish they would have had more of her. Uh, Jennifer Runyon as Nancy is really good. Uh, Crazy Ralph. Uh, I can't remember who played him, uh, Buck West or West Buchanan, depending on how he wanted to be credited at the time. He was really good. Uh, Another character that just got bumped off way too soon. Like I said, it it has some really good points, but it's got a few faults. Um, It's not a great movie, but it is a good movie, so it kind of falls middle of the road for me. I'm going to give it a 5.5 because, to me, anything below Below a five, I can't rightfully recommend to anybody. And I have to give it a 5.5 just because I would recommend it to anybody who loves a slasher and anybody who loves a good Christmas horror movie. So, yeah. I, I agree. Bit, I couldn't
1: agree more.
2: You know, and it's got some, you know, little interesting bits of trivia with having Harry Reams in it uh, being the film debut of Jennifer Runyon, you know, and, uh, you know, having, you know, Krug from last house on the left, uh, directing it, you know, so it's, uh, I, especially for a completist, I definitely say, check it out.
1: I would definitely, I agree with all, everything you said. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If, you know, if you're into these, these older kind of exploitation movies, these gritty kind of things, you know, they always come with, uh, you know, you know, it's going to have scars and, you know, it's, 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 you know, and things on it are kind of like, you know, you got a warts and all, you know, they say, you know, it's, you know, they're not yep. the perfect movies and you got the ones that stand out above. And we all know, you know, a lot of people, you know, everybody's got their favorites and stuff, but, you know, and you know, the, you know, the good ones stand out. And those are the ones everybody remembers, well, but know, I, it's, I, it's good I, to bring these. It, it's good to bring these out and give them their, their due. So I'm glad that we do that. Cause it, you know, they, it, it does deserve, you know, it's, it's day in the sun again. And uh, well, no, I, would I would recommend it. I'd recommend light
2: it. on movies that, you know, that everybody has seen. I don't mind that. I mean, we've already done Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that's <clears throat> the biggest right. one of all time as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, to shine a light like we just recently recorded, uh, it's not out there. It's it's out there in the ether, but it's not out there to, to download yet. But we did one recently on Shriek of the Mutilator, which is one that hardly nobody talks about. You know, there's a lot of movies people – in a, in a killer Bigfoot Sasquatch movie, we'll talk about, you know, you know, Legend of Boggy Creek of, uh, of, films of that ilk, but, you know, right. trying to, you know, that's, you know, uh, a B grade or a lesser known film. But, you know, I like to try to dig even deeper in that and get ones cause you know, some of these, you know, I've never heard of myself. Just like with Shriek the Mutilated, you know, I had never, I had heard of it, but never seen it. And it's a shame that these movies are, are so good. And, some, and sometimes so bad, but so right. bad that they are good. But this, I love a good, bad movie. I find something redeemable in every movie, sometimes more so if it's done undeliberately bad. Like, sometimes people try to be bad on purpose, and it doesn't yeah. work. I I like a I movie mean... that was done seriously, but just has its faults, because it meant that they were trying their hardest to make a straight edge movie you know and not without comedic value
0: to it if you will
1: yeah i agree i think i I think when you're trying to make it bad you know you could make something interesting but it's it it's but it's not you know when you're trying it's like trying to be funny you know sometimes the humor and horror and the humor and things kind of just comes out in the ether you know it just kind of comes out naturally and, and organically and and just sometimes if you're trying to do something you fail but when you're trying to make, you know, this fucking really good movie, and then just certain things are just kind of corny and quirky and dumb and kind of all you know, and, and wonky. That's a good word for stuff yeah, like this. Yeah. Just wonky. You know, it's funny because it's like, well, they tr- they were trying, you know. That's fu- okay. And then it makes you laugh. But but it, it it kind of endears you to the movie. Like okay, like I I'll, I'll defend this because you know I I'll, I'll I'll defend this because. You know, it just is what it is and and, and it's in bottom line, it's entertainment. You know, if you watch a movie and it doesn't have to be the greatest movie you've ever seen but if you're entertained and you had fun watching it, even with the stupid shit, you know, it, it, it's it's and worth it's it. Not, that's, that's why we like these movies, you know. It doesn't have to be the greatest movie ever made. It just has you know, to entertain. It you just has to not
2: be boring. That, that's my right. big thing, is that the movie is not boring, even if it's interesting, right. even if- bad that's fine and dandy but is it entertaining did i have fun watching it all the same that's what's important
1: right that's what this it's all about
2: it's definitely uh entertaining it's it's just above just a one notch above the making that do not me- recommend scale you know <laughs> but right, right but yeah i definitely have to i hope it gets a uh you know at some point gets a decent uh blu-ray release I don't know what kind of extras they could ever have on it, it with uh David Hess being gone and whatnot and what if a lot of the film negatives or behind the scenes stuff, you know, that there's even anything to draw on, but it would be interesting to kind of I consider it one of the early Christmas themed horrors.
1: I love the holiday horror. They make, you know, it's it's good stuff. It's fun. And uh you know, I'm glad there's lots of them out there because it's fun to watch. It's good stuff. Yes, it is. Well, I think we'll call it an evening here, folks.
2: We're hoping to keep you uh, in in a little bit of the Christmas spirit here, if you you will. Uh, I've been host uh, Cameron Scott, and this has been my good friend and co-host Tom Commissar. And we bid you a fond farewell.
1: Have a wonderful evening, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's always a pleasure. Have some cheesy slice of grindhouse pizza. Thanks for joining us. Tom.
0: around and seduce me like a man oh Tom take that bloody mask off take me to bed